This morning I bring you the word of the Lord that I have, I have entitled for very good reason. I've entitled it, Be Resettled by God Once and for All. I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. Okay, let me put it this way. You are going to be resettled by God once and for all. Now this morning, look at the posture of that saint with a halo over his head. He's just relaxed. Things have now settled down. He is now enjoy God and begin to enjoy life. All children resting in God. It's not enough to just rest in God. I want to enjoy God and enjoy life at the same time. I want you to look at the position of his arms just resting on the back of his head. Can you see the way his legs are relaxed? Once you are resettled by God once and for all you will know that life can be good. You will experience a life can be sweet and your the people that did not help you your enemies they're in for a tough time because you're settled once and for all <laughs> you know when i make my slides i'm saying many things at the same time for a lot of people this is not the posture of your life Bible says there are some running up and down so much so they do not even have time to eat. This year God wants to settle all those unsettled areas that will not allow you to settle down and begin to enjoy God. You are we're going to be resettled by God. Come on everybody once and for all. Say amen. Your enemies don't want you to take this posture. They don't mind your sweating. They don't mind you shaka la broka la baba. And all you do is pray fire and brimstone. But they don't see you relax. They don't see you enjoy life. But all that is being settled by God. As I preach this word this morning to the glory of God. In Jesus mighty name. The example for our text this morning before we pray. Is the man called Mephibosheth. He was royalty. His grandfather was a man God chose to be king over Israel. He was tall, handsome, taller than anybody else. And he had, came from the lineage of prosperity. And Saul was his name. He gave birth to a son called Jonathan. And Jonathan gave birth to Mephibosheth. Now, if you're the grandson of the first king chosen by God, who inherited wealth from home and inherited the throne from God, you would expect your life should be sweet. But it was not so. And so, Mephibosheth settled down permanently in Lodiba, a place where nothing grows. And he did so, like many of us, for many reasons and some very good reasons as well. But along comes Jehovah in his own year of being settled. And God raised David to resettle the man who settled in a place called Lo. L-O. And resettled him in the palace where he belonged. And when he did it, he did it once and for all. Up on the screen, you will see the scripture, 2 Samuel 9 and verse 13, which says, So Mephibosheth dwells, but Mephibosheth was lame in both feet and moved back to Jerusalem 
to live at the palace. I don't know where you ought to be living. I don't know what level God really wants you to be living and enjoying life. I don't know how great and powerful but it is. But if you are not there this year by the word of the Lord. By my preaching and the prayers and our fasting. You are going to be resettled. And you will start living in a palace of your own in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thought I'm going to hear amen like thunder. Before I let you sit down, I want you to stand for the reading of God's word. I'm going to read the full text, 2 Samuel chapter 9, verses 1 to 13. And listen good, this is not just a story of Mephibosheth. It is showing you how your life is and how your life could be. I don't know whether I like how my life has been. I like some of it, I don't like some of it, but I like what my life could be. In the year 2020, the year the Lord settled his own. Mm, life has to change to how it was supposed to be. One day, David began wondering, hey, if any of Saul's family was still living. For he wanted to be kind to them. Loving kindness. Ushered in by tender mercies. As he had promised Prince Jonathan, his friend. One day, he heard about a man named Ziba. Who had been one of Saul's servants. And summoned Ziba. He said, are you Ziba? The king asked. And Ziba said, yes sir, I am. Let's move on. And the king then asked him, is anyone left from Saul's family? If so, I want to fulfill a sacred vow by being kind to him. Your loving kindness and your tender mercies will cause God to raise those whom he will use to resettle his people. Yes, said Ziba. Jonathan's lame son is still alive. Thank God we didn't die in 2021. If he had died, the day of remembrance would have meant nothing to him. Yes, you're broke. Yes, you're heartbroken. Yes, you're struggling. But thank God you're still alive. Because the day of God settling you is now. <laughs> I like that amen. I like that amen. <laughs> Verse 4. Where is he? The king asked with some urgency. There's an urgency about settling the children of God this year. It will not take long. I read the scripture. God will not delay. It will not take long to answer us. Where is he? I can hear anxiety and passion. Where is he? And they said, in Lodiba. Lodiba. Royalty. Living in Lodiba. You don't need to understand Hebrew. Low is low. Diba means something is debarring your future. Your destiny. Of all the place to settle. Ah, life. Life sometimes no good. 
a whole prince had to settle. You know, how low some of us have settled. If only you knew you are supposed to be reigning in the palace. Low diva. In the home of my care. Who is my care? He's not even a landlord. He's squatting. Give me verse 5. So King David sent Femi Paul to go and bring these Mephibosheths. Because God wants to settle you. This year, Oma Shele. So King David sent for Meshpibosheth and then his pedigree for the first time because he had he had he had shed his royalty. Life don't hard. The man not speak English anymore. His CV was turned, torn and burnt. Jonathan's son and Saul's grandson. You know, sometimes those of us that have oriki is what my grandmother used to recite to remind me of who I am. If I tell you my oriki, you will know that something there. Jonathan's son in Lodiba squatting in the house of my car. It's as if to say, a whole Saul's grandson. And Mephibosheth arrived. Life has stripped him of his confidence. That's why people should come to Grace Assembly. Because before you get there, I start building your confidence. So that when you get there, you fit in. May you not get there and they say, what are you doing here? Help me this time. When I told you about resting God. Give me your posture. When you get there, they will not ask you, what are you doing here? It's as if we've been waiting for you. I prophesy this year, God is going to settle you. You're going to get there in style in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something about me. I am ready. So when you see me, it's not about how much I already have. Trust me. Money go fit me. Listen, some of you don't know that enjoyment is part of salvation. When I get to the place where they're enjoying, they will give me a title because it looks like I've always been enjoying at that level all my life. Some of you will be saying, how do I enjoy this? I say, come here, I will show you. I'll first enjoy it for you. Whilst you are training you, I'll be enjoying it for you. After six months, I say, take your thing. (laughs) No, I'm only joking. I'll teach you for free. (laughs) We're already enjoying something special, supernatural. Mephibosheth arrived. The word arrived should mean, oh, arrived. No, no, but he arrived in great fear and greeted the king in deep humility, bowing low because he's in low deba before him. The truth is, royalty does not bow for royalty. 
When two kings meet, they take their staff. I'm speaking volumes. I'm trying to train the princes in this house. I'm trying to train the princesses. When you get to the palace, it, is, it should look like you've always been there. You don't get there when you get there. You get there first in your mind. You see the revelation. Receive the word of God. You become one with the word of God. Otherwise you fumble when you get there. The prince bowed low. How can? Adjust yourself. But David said, Don't be afraid. You're royalty. Kiloshia. I've asked you to come so that I can be kind to you. Hey, because of something that happened before you were born. The sacrifice of the Son of God was done before you were born. When the angel of the Lord shows up to show you kindness, it's not about what just happened. Something special, supernatural happened at Calvary Cross. He says what? I will restore you to you. He sounds like I will resettle you in the land of your grandfather Saul. Hey, hey, hey. And you shall live in Lodiba the rest of your life. And you shall live where people don't know who you are. And you shall live here. Somebody is about to be resettled where you really belong. My text started in verse 1. It says one day. One day will not become one ten years in Jesus name. I know some people are already arriving where I'm at. You see faith is that whilst today is still the eighth. I am already in the 18th when the full manifestation is happening. And so it affects my conduct. It affects the way I dress. It affects the way I talk. It affects the way I shake off. Oi! E dirty. Pa, pa, pa. Because something special, something supernatural, something glorious is about to happen in the near future. For you and you and you and you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It didn't say you may. It says you shall. When a king says you shall have something. All the unsettled area of our lives shall be settled. Because the king of kings said so. Pastor Etefia, you see here. You can go and settle down. (laughs) Help me appreciate this great man. This man serves like. A real soldier for Christ. I love him. Help me celebrate him. <laughs> but he also has sense. He knows when I get here, there are sparks flying. He's just waiting to collect some of them. Because you are farther away. And he takes it to that, his daughter. I say, see what fasting does. Praise God. <laughs> Move on to the next verse. 
I haven't even started preaching. Look at what has happened to you. I'm just reading scripture. Something supernatural. Mephibosheth fell to the ground before the king. When sufferment has been too much, you bow for your equal. You fall down before they give you small money. You faint at the sight of small money. I pray for you that you are able to receive it Bible says, when you tie, God will open the windows of heaven and pour you down blessings you will not have room to contain. But even if I cannot contain it, I will not faint. Can you handle when God resettles you? Some people will become like zombie. The shock is too much. Because you were not there before it happened. Preaching is supposed to prepare you for what is already prepared for you. There's no palace I'm going to go to, I'm going to shake. Bagbeer, a mini na me. Femi Paul, the child of God. What is mine is about to be delivered to me. What is yours will not be diverted. Mephibosheth fell to the ground before the king. Please, read this with me. Should the king show kindness to a dead dog like me? No, 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 don't judge him. The place of suffering, of being stripped of everything that makes you feel good about yourself. If it goes on long enough, you will settle in your mind. You will accept your position. That's what happened to Joseph in the house of Potiphar. Potiphar was a year little captain. In the army he was going to command. My God. He was begging for that job. This is no different. You sang the song. God lift us up. There's a circumstance that says, stop living your life looking behind. What's the, what's the, don't stop living your life living, looking behind. What's the next one? All we have, all we have is you right now. Huh? All we have, all we have is you right now. What we have is you right now. You're missing a part of it. No, no, no. Oh, you, you have the song. Give me that circumstance there. Stop living your life in the past. Some hang on. Yes. No, it starts from some hang on to what used to be. This year, once you do that, you forsake your moving back to the palace. This is a time. Let me explain something to you. How can you be in Lodiba and the king sends for you to come to the palace to come and meet him? You should know that something is already happening. That is the time he should have dropped some things. But he was still hanging on to his poverty stricken experience while on the way 
into the palace. You see, to walk into the palace is deliberate. So you have the chance to drop some things. When Joseph was called out of prison, come out of Potiphar's house, come out of penury, Bible says he took time to shave off some things. He took time to change his clothes. So that when he got there, he looked like he could belong here. You will not mess it up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Should the king show kindness to a dead dog? I may the Lord delete some things we have said about ourselves. May our destiny, our immediate, and our future not be bound to how we have chosen to live. He didn't just say it, Bible says he exclaimed it. Oh, sorrows, okay. Nonsense. If you're going to say nonsense, say it under your breath. When they say sorrows, okay, it's not when to talk rubbish. Go on. Verse 9. Then the king summons. Saul's servant Deba. The king did not answer him. He had cancelled everything and said to Ziba, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family. That's loving kindness. So you use your mouth to cancel your possibilities. The king stepped over it and spoke to the servant Go and do the right thing. Somebody say mercy. Tender mercies. May we have tender mercies. And loving kindness. Because of our foolishness sometimes. Thank you Lord. It says you and your sons. It's talking to Ziba. It says you and your sons. And your servants. Are to farm the land for him. To produce food. For his family. Which means, Mephibosheth, you don't need to work. But he will live here. Where was here? Palace with me. It means he will not come there. You will farm, you will have that. You say you bring the money to him here. Ziba, who has 15 sons and 20 servants, replied, sir. The man they're talking about is a big man himself. Imagine God telling a big man to work for you and bring the money to you. <laughs> I receive it in Jesus' name. That is compensation. Jehovah Sakar, the one that compensates us for all the time we spent in low Deba. It says, this Ziba had 15 sons and 27 sons, all of them, making 36 people. They replied, sir, I will do all you have commanded. And from that time on, Mephibosheth ate regularly with King David as though he was one of his sons. And from that time is another way to say once and for all. Father, we thank you for the word this morning. Let this word be profitable unto us as we receive it with faith and mix it with our faith. 
let this one not be slow, let it be quick and powerful, producing special supernatural effect in our lives. Thank you both for both preacher and the hearers. May none of us be left out of this being resettled by God into the palace where we belong once and for all. In Jesus' name we pray. You may be seated. Give me Second Samuel 9 and verse 13. Just in case some people didn't understand from now, from then on. Which means once and for all. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem. For he ate what? Continually. At the king's table. Whatever we start enjoying, it will be continually. Whatever we, su we suffered shall stop. And what we begin to enjoy shall be continually. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The last sentence says, and he was lame in both feet. Which means nothing that was wrong with him debarred him from living in the palace. So I don't want you going away thinking, what about this? What about that? He lived in the palace even though he was lame in both feet. The living Bible says, but Mephibosheth who was lame in both feet moved back to Jerusalem to live at the palace. Somebody you are going to move. And some poverty is going to be removed as you move. <laughs> he moved back to Jerusalem where he belonged. And settled down in the palace because God resettled him. There's no point you trying to decorate a low diva as if it were a palace. Can I talk to you sometime? We spent ourselves... You try too hard to fix Lodiba and tell you, say, it doesn't matter. I can make it look nice. No. God says, you will move and move back to a real palace. All those efforts can never make a Lodiba become a palace. I'm speaking Baban Lauro this morning. <laughs> And this was what happened. This Mofish Boshet was royalty. And so much happened to him that made him to settle like you and I. Settle so much. That even in his mind he considered himself a dead dog. Even when he was invited back to the palace, there was no reminiscing that I remember when I used to live in the palace. There was no remembrance that ah, princes live in the palace. He had deleted himself from prosperity and a great life. Bible says, when we call upon him, he sets the poor man amongst princes. He puts him in a seat of honor just because he called on his name. This year, God will resettle anybody that wants to move. I, I didn't say everybody, everybody that wants to move, God will resettle you where you really belong. On the mountain heights where eagles fly. 
It was the same thing that Moses did. A few things happened. He accidentally killed a man. And his people started to talk bad about him. And he ran away as a fugitive. And he settled where he should not settle. He even married the Babalawo's daughter and started to work for Babala. And he said, my life is okay. And he tried to turn it into a palace. The, this Moses too grew up in a palace. He was going to go back to the palace. He didn't want to move. God removed him. Age was not a barrier. I'm speaking to even my seniors here and my contemporaries. Age is not a barrier. He was 80 when he moved. And he moved into his destiny. When he got to the palace, he had recovered his confidence. Eyeball to eyeball. Pharaoh, let my people go. Then something special, something supernatural began to happen when he moved back to the palace. If you move, some things will move in your favor. Nothing special, nothing supernatural moved when he was in the wrong place. When he moved back to place, something started happening. That is just for you to know how God resettles anybody he has anointed. Doesn't matter how long you've missed it. When God appeared to Moses, he said, you go and tell Pharaoh. He said, but I am a stammerer. But in the Acts of Apostles, he said, Moses was a man, eloquent in words. He was an orator par excellence. But life had so rubbished him, Kalulu. Now, suffer men, they make people say, uh, 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 uh. when you chop belefou, when you snap your fingers, thing happen. You know that you don't have to be stammering. In any area that you're stammering, you will be settled and that stammering will disappear in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of stammering is, when you see what you like, you're, when you want to ask the price, you'll be shaking. <laughs> so, they say, oh God, say what you want to say. Fear, they catch you. But when God had resettled you financially, you say, package it, give it to my driver, where is your POS? You see, they're not clapping. Low Diba, God deliver people from Low Diba. That's, that's, that's what happened to Moses. He said, I stammer. My people say, I'm a dead dog. You are not a dog, you are a prince. Let me leave that matter. I want to put the icing on the cake. Am I reaching somebody? Is your mind changing? Help me tell somebody it's not late. God is raising hell for you. As David was used by God to resettle Mephibosheth in the text that we read, brought him back to the palace Little did David know he was going to need God to resettle him too. We read chapter 9 in chapter 15. David needed to be resettled. What if David had refused to allow God to use him to resettle Mephibosheth? 
I'm speaking volumes this morning because some people here, God is already giving an assignment to help to resettle somebody. And while you're so focused on yourself, because at that time, David didn't think he would ever need to be resettled. You may refuse to do it. Chapter 9, in chapter 15, the story changed. David himself needed to be settled. And he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Whatever assignment God is giving you to do, please get ready. You may actually be doing yourself a big favor. Now what happened was that David was driven out of the city of David even though it was God that made him king in the first place. And when things like this happen, we forget that stuff, bad stuff happened to even anointed people and happens to good people. David didn't steal the throne. David did refuse to kill Saul even though the throne was given to him. God installed him and yet he was driven out. Can I ask church to stop talking bad about people when you see them going through stuff? It's not always because of sin. There was no sin David committed that he was driven out of the palace, off the throne, and out of the city of David. It was still God that gave him that. Some people are saying, hey, if it was God that gave him, how come he lost it? Stuff happens to everybody. What we should do is encourage one another. That's a good place for you to clap. But God being the God of David. And that's why we should never wander away from God. Just because things are good, you stop coming to church. You start misbehaving. God resettled him back to his throne within a short time. And when he did it, this time, he resettled him once and for all. I read the text from 2 Samuel for those of you who haven't read it before. But I also read it in another way for those of you who have read it before. Chapter 15, I'm going to read verses 13 to 15. Then uh, 13 to 15 and I think I'm then going to 13. Okay, let me just start from 13. I'm going to end at 16. A messenger soon arrived in Jerusalem to tell King David, all Israel has joined Absalom in a conspiracy against you. Verse 14 says, Up and out of here called David to all his servants who were with him in Jerusalem. He says, Up and out of here. We've got to run for our lives or none of us will escape Absalom. Hurry! <laughs> stuff happens I said stuff happens he said hurry he's about to pull the city down around our ears and slaughter all of us that was exactly what happened in this case then verse 16 so the king and his entire household escaped on foot David was so unsettled by Absalom's treachery. He didn't even go in a chariot. Sometimes life can throw you a bad hand. He didn't go on horses. They escaped on foot. The king left ten concubines behind to tend the palace. <laughs> uh, then 
In 2 Samuel um, 19, verses 9 to 10, I want to read from the New Living Translation. And this one talks about how that God resettled him. God is going to resettle you no matter what happened. No matter who betrayed you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it says, and throughout all the tribes of Israel, there was much discussion and argument going on. The people were saying, the king David rescued us from our enemies. They suddenly remembered. Somebody will remember you. <laughs> the king David rescued us from our enemies and saved us from the Philistines. But Absalom chased him out of the country. Now, they now said in verse 10, now Absalom, who we anointed to rule over us, is dead. Why not ask David to come back and be our king again? When God wants to resettle you, people will suddenly see the good in your life. They will suddenly realize that you are good for them. They will not be ashamed to come and say, oh God, no vex, come back. That is a prophecy for somebody. The people that don't curse them. They're coming back to beg you. They're coming back to restore you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, this happened. Why not ask David to come back? In the time God wants to resettle you, things are going to change. Supernatural things are going to happen. Unpredictable things are going to happen unprecedented things are going to happen no king ever ran out of Jerusalem and was asked to come back he had to fight his way back if he could David didn't fire one arrow first of all God killed Absalom anything that chased you out of your place there is a sentence on that thing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ 2 Samuel 19, I'm going to read verses 14b to 15, but let me read it from the message translation of the Bible for clarity. This is how they ask him to come back. Bible says they were unanimous in sending for the king. Who am I prophesying to you? Where they chased you out of, they were unanimous in sending for the king. Come back. You and all your servants. Verse 15 says, So the king returned. He arrived at the Jordan. Just as Judah, the whole of Judah, came down. And they, when they reached Gilgal, on their way to welcoming the king. And to escort him back across the Jordan to Jerusalem. They didn't wait for him to arrive. It wasn't just unanimous. They came to welcome him. I want to pray. The same people that agreed with what's that boy's name? Huh? The same people that agreed with Absalom. God dealt with Absalom before their eyes. So they knew that God was not with that person. God was a David. The Bible says unanimously they asked him to come back. And the whole of the city they came out. They were already at Gilgal to welcome and to escort him back up. When you are being resettled, you are going to be escorted in a grand way in the name of the Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. This God has 
a sense of humor. The stone that was rejected has become the chief cornerstone. The Living Bible, verse 15 says, So the king started back to Jerusalem. Because he went on foot. Obviously he was coming back on foot. But they met him with chariots and horses. (laughs) And when he arrived at the Jordan River, it seemed as if everyone in Judah had come to Gilgal to meet him. And to welcome him and escort him across the river. I want to conclude by saying, And so God resettled David once and for all. And God is going, in in 2022, you too shall be resettled by God once and for all. Let me put this way, As God resettled David, and Mephibosheth once and for all in 2022 you should be on your feet you too shall be resettled by God once and for all in Jesus mighty name can you lift up your hand to God what is it you want to say to God is it thank you is it now that the scales are falling from my eyes I can see how God can do it for me I can see how God will do it for me I want you to begin to pray say Lord everything of a low diva I begin to shed it in my mind in my attitude my assessment of myself I begin to change I begin to embrace the word of God I begin to have an expectation that will not be put to shame Lord, lift us up where we belong, where the eagles fly on the mountains high. Lord, lift us up where we belong, far from the world we know, where the pure winds blow. Some hang on to what used to be. Stop living your life. Cause all we have, all we have is you right now. And our lives are in you too. Oh, but the road, the road is still so very long. There are mountains in our way, but we won't worry, cause in Jesus we'll climb high every day. Yeah, Lord, lift us up. Belong. Hey, wherever you go, fly on the mountains high. Lord, lift us up where we belong. Hey, far from the world we know, 
The song says, stop living your life looking behind. There are people in church this morning. You've heard the word. And you're saying, how can these things be? Mary said the same thing. But somewhere along the line, she changed her mind. She said, let it be unto me according to your word. But I want to pray for any such person to be able to, God to be able to quicken you so that you are not left behind. If you fall into that category, just come quickly. When you're saying about how can these things be? Don't you know my age? Don't you know where it's at? Just come. There's nobody judging you. Just come wherever you want to come. And if you're in church, you're encountering this God who does exceedingly abundantly above what you can ever think or imagine. That a lame man will live in the palace. Will be reunited with his greatness. And you want to meet this God. You want to serve this God. I want you to come and join them. I want to pray for you. This moment is very important. But the rest of us begin to continue to pray that prayer. Lord, lift us, lift us up where we belong. Will the eagles fly on the mountain high? Lord, lift us up where we belong. Far from the world. There's another category of people. They are just like Mephibosheth. You're born into greatness, but that greatness has evaporated out of your family. So it's not something you're happy to remember because you cannot connect who you are with who you're supposed to be. If you're one of those people that your antecedents is so intimidating, but your reality today is not reflective of who you really are. I want you to come quickly because it's a day for royalty to be reinstated. Hallelujah. Come if you're coming. Come quickly. I want to pray for you. to lift up your hand as if you want God to carry you up and lift you where you should belong. Just lift up your hand like a child that wants to be carried. I pray heavenly father in the day of settlement Mephibosheth expected nothing to happen. But these ones have heard the word of the Lord and they're raised in their hands that you may pick them up 
out of where they have settled, where life has settled them in. And a lot of things have settled on their greatness. That all these things be moved out of the way and they be lifted up where they belong. Because the path of the just is not backwards. It should shine brighter and brighter by the generations unto the day of the Lord. That the course of retrogression be reversed. Where there used to be stagnation and retrogression, there will be progression. There will be acceleration. There will be unprecedented elevation. So shall it be for you and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. Once and for all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen and amen. I want you to look at me. Something special. Something supernatural has happened. Your children will not remember where you settled. If people want to remind them, Etimu mi bagbeo, Iba no Etimu mi bagbeo, Dance back to your seat. Etimu mi bagbeo, Iba no God, by the loving kindness and the tender mercies of the Lord, you are resettled. You and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren once and for all in this year 2022 in Jesus' mighty name. Once and for all, it is done. Praise God. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. Help me. Appreciate the Lord for how God resettles us. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Don't sit like Lodiba, man. Don't sit like you used to sit in Lodiba. Come on now. Sit well, well. Hallelujah. Glory to God.